Good evening to you and welcome to SAFM Sports Wrap on a Monday evening. I'm Brad Brown. Thank you so much for joining us. Monday, normally PSL Radio Second Jalo, but that returns next week, Monday, with Dwayne DeLocker. We start on today's show with some football news and Mamelodi Sundowns chairman Patrice Motsepe has confirmed that coach Pizzo Mosemane's contract has been extended for another four years. Mosemane had a stellar 2016, including winning the domestic league and the CAF Champions League with the Brazilians and was also named CAF's African Coach of the Year at the award ceremony late last week. The chairman also added he would not stand in Mosemane's way should Safa make him an offer in relation to the Bafana Bafana coaching job. We'll hear more from the chairman a little bit later on in this evening's show as well. All eyes on Zurich in Switzerland this evening for the FIFA's Best Awards. It's the inaugural edition. There'll be awards for the Best FIFA Men's Player candidates in that category Cristiano Ronaldo, Anthony Griezmann and Lionel Messi, while the category of the Best FIFA Women's Player uh, are Melanie Berginger, Carly Lloyd and Marta. The FIFA 5th Pro World Eleven also to be announced tonight and then there's the best men's and women's coach as well. The goal for 2016, or best goal for 2016, to be announced as well as FIFA's Fair Play Award and the team with the best supporters. The nominees in that category are Ada Den Haag, Borussia Dortmund, Liverpool and Iceland. Some tennis news. Kevin Anderson has withdrawn from the Australian Open due to a hip injury. Melbourne's traditionally been a happy hunting ground for the South African, having reached the fourth round in the three previous years. Anderson hasn't played though since October last year. He's dropped from a career-high 10th in the world to 67th. On to cricket all-round, David Viss has become the latest South African to sign a Colpac agreement. He gives up a chance to play for the Proteas. Visser was uh, confirmed today that he signed a three-year deal with Sussex. The move follows hot on the heels of the announcement that Proteas Kyle Abbott and Riley Rousseau have also signed deals to move to England. Visser made 26 limited overs appearances for South Africa and he joins former Proteas batsman Tian von Sale at the county. It was also announced that Fahan Behadin has been appointed as the stand-in Proteas captain for the first two T20 internationals against Sri Lanka. The 13-man squad was announced today. It includes six new caps, some of the big names being rested. John John Smuts, Tienis De Brain, Mangaliso Moschele, Andile Pelacuayo, Dane Peterson, uh, Patterson rather, and Lungi Ngidi all getting a look in. According to convener selectors Linda Zondi, Visa was included in the original squad but was withdrawn after Cricket South Africa found out about his Colpac deal. We'll chat to the convener later on in this evening's show as well. But uh, up next, we hear from Mamelody Sundowns. SAFM Sports Wrap. Well, I can tell you that SABC Sport can exclusively report that Greek football giants Olympiakos have increased their offer for Mamelodi Sundowns and Bafana Bafana attacker Keegan Dolly from €750,000 to €1 million. Euros. But the offer that was submitted on Saturday is still below the £1.5 million buyout clause that Sundowns are demanding for the player, as confirmed by the club's president, Patrice Motsepe, today. The mining magnate addressed a press conference this morning responding to the outcome of the PSL dispute resolution chamber, which ruled in Sundowns' favour in the matter between the club and Dolly. Motsepa says they've got the right uh, offer, or if they get the right offer that meets the agreed buyout clause, they'll let Dolly go. And I do want to say, I called the people at Sundowns, I said, now, listen to me, the disagreement between Keegan and Sundowns must be a separate issue. All of you and all of us must give the boy all the support. He must focus, we owe it to him. 
uh, and I called him personally. He said, just forget, I don't want anybody to discuss any of this nonsense with you. Forget about it. You are, you are one of the young players who we have a duty to support. Just focus on your performance. You've got my support, and let this process take its course. So that's where we are. And, and, and as I said, the offers we've received is not to say there's an amount for a buyout clause, but to say, can we pay you over 18 months? Come on, guys. And, and again, it's a matter of principle. And I'll tell you the other thing as well. You know, sometimes if you are going to have a fight, always try and make sure that you don't embarrass the other party. Because you may, at the end of it, need to... I can tell you in my experience, even my biggest opponents, my biggest competitors, you don't call them enemies, you call them competitors, who, in the heat of, of, of a dis dispute, say all sorts of things, call all sorts of names, and sometimes do the sort of things which we, which we cannot do for ethical purposes. But don't descend to that level. Always try and say, OK, fine, let's focus on the issues. Let's resolve it, and let's move on. Because I think, uh, at the end of the day, for as long as I'm president of this club, we have a duty to kick it. And I, I'm, I'm satisfied that, uh, that the right thing will be done. Motsep also revealed that in the wake of this case, there's been a suspicion amongst the board members at Sundowns that there was bribery involved in the issue of Dolly's buyout clause. What some of the board members thought immediately was, wow, somebody at Sundowns is being paid you know, to, to change, to change the, the buyout clause from Tenren. There was suspicions that there's bribery, that there's corruption, and, and, uh, and in all honesty, you know, you can't have board members and, that, and not respect them. But my starting point was, no, guys, come on. I think it's a genuine error, and, uh, and uh, we only became aware of it. We didn't know about it. When an offer ar arrived from uh, Olympiacos, and the offer had 33333, three, 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 three. Uh, we don't... <laughs> nowhere, in the, nowhere in the history of Sundowns have we done an agreement where you've got a buyout clause, and the amount is five front, and there's 33333. Three, three, three. We don't do that. We'd rather take, we always take it to the nearest, biggest number. So it's either five rand or six rand. So that's the first time, first time when I became aware of it. And, uh, and of course, I was called to be told, but Sundowns never, ever, we've never done an agreement where there's a buyout clause where it is, it is seven or six, I think he's right, three, 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 three. So an investigation was initiated. But that's beside us. That's behind us. It's also not the first time that Sundowns are involved in a tussle with a player represented by Paul Mitchell. Before they sold Tiander Zulu to SC Rostov in Russia, there was a similar commotion. Motsepe feels that uh, what the agent did was simply to take the gap. Don't blame the agents, man. Come on. The agent, or, like all agents, you know, if there's a gap, they'll take it. Fine. So what we then thought, and this is what I insisted on, that... You know, it's a matter of principle. Uh, we have to take this matter to the DRC. And if we lose it, it's fine. I mean, you know, uh, we have, uh, we've lost huge money in, in football. We'll never get it back, so what? But it was a matter of principle. We, because they were then, the agent was insistent. No, 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 no. This is <laughs> the buyout clause that we signed initially. It's not the buyout clause. The one that your employee erroneously, a year afterwards, one year afterwards, there was no new contract. One year afterwards, there is a new one. And of course, I was a bit irritated because I said, oh, come on, let's just, you know, because it's, you, you must keep morale in the club. I said, just, just get this out of my life. And the boy said, no, 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 no. We have to, you are setting an example here. 
and we've got to stand for the truth. So, uh, so where we are now is uh, we get the right, the buyout clause is there as it stands, because the, the judge in the dispute resolution said, come on guys, it's a simple issue. There's an agreement that's signed, there's a buyout clause of 10 rand. Why must Sundowns change the buyout clause that was agreed to from 10 rand to 5 rand? Why? What is the reason? What do they benefit? It, it, so, so clearly there was a, a mistake in Gutta. I understand that this is not the first time there's a case like this between this particular agent and the club. Even when you were selling Sianda Kolu to Russia, there was something similar. How's the relationship between Paul Michel and Sundowns? I was saying this to you, you know, uh, uh, if I had a fight with BBK... Yeah, you'd lose. <laughs> <laughs> N num num number one is I would definitely lose, <laughs> but number two is uh, life is too short. I would I would try and find an opportunity and say, uh, uh, BBK, I think uh, uh, I'm the one who lost. So it's I don't like it when the next person loses because it's more difficult for them to come to me. But because I've lost, I would then say, can we try and re and reconcile and forget? If I need to apologize, I'll apologize. I made a mistake, but let's move on. Now, uh, all of our people are not like that. So, so in my, I also learned that you know, we've got to move on. And, and we want, because there are some very good agents out there, uh, you know, just like there are some very good referees out there. Uh, referees are human. They also make mistakes. But uh, so, so we, we, you know, we always look out for an opportunity to, to try and reconcile and make peace. But understand it, there are also issues of principle. We cannot be seen as a club that vacillates and uh, is weak and can be run over and can be exploited. It's, it's, it's not in our interest. So we've got to stand firm, but you've got to make sure when you stand firm, you are standing firm on a matter of principle where you are correct. Throughout this legal row with his club, Dolly has been contributing positively to Sundowns. He helped them clinch their maiden African Champions League title in October last year. He also starred in the appearance in the FIFA Club World Cup in Japan last month. And Motsepe says he personally communicated with the 23-year-old to allay his fears about this DRC case. Well, you know, if I get an offer from Amazulu, that is, uh, uh, I'll release him. If I get him, you, you see, understand, one of the things that that is wrong about this issue is that the president of Mamelodi Sundowns is totally unimportant and irrelevant when it comes to Mamelodi Sundowns. I always say, Sundowns was very successful before I arrived. It was a very good team. Sundowns will even be more successful when I'm not there anymore. So we must stop reducing issues of a club to an individual. None of us is bigger than, than the club. So I have no doubt whatsoever. That's why the document says, you know, we're not worried about Keegan, man. Come on. We, we bought... We bought Five players, three players we deliberate. I mean, we had a big fight for, for Villagazi. Cost us a lot of money. But Villagazi was brought specifically, including Zakri, including Morena. Because it's not just Keegan. There may be two others that may have to go. And there are two other players that we are looking at. Very, very good players. So I just want to overemphasize. Uh, it is not in our interest as Mamelodi Sundowns to... And we will never, ever keep any player... Uh, against the, you know, his interest in the club, it'll have a negative impact on our ability to attract other young players. Eh? It's very, very important. So how we deal with Keegan and Billiard and uh, Castro, how we deal with them? Because you know, 
there's a lot of interest in those three. Has an impact on the next Pesitao and the next young player who wants to come to Sunnals. If you are going to be seen as a club that gets players in and don't want them to go when the right offers come, it's not in our interest. But what also is not in our interest, and this is where the board is very emphatic, you cannot spend, I mean, the money we paid to buy this player from Ajax, the money we paid to pay his salary when he's still there, uh, we do have a duty to the club and to its stakeholders. It's very, very important. You can't go and, uh, and, and uh, run a football club that has to be sustainable in a manner that is financially irresponsible and reckless. That's very, very important. And that's, where, that's why you know, I, I, I have to respect what other board members tell me. For some time now, there's been a number of European clubs interested in Dolly's services, but uh, up until now, it's been easy for him and his agent to get Sundowns to agree on releasing him. Motsepe is also mindful of not keeping an unhappy player at the club. We've never bought a player and had to ask any club to subsidize. I mean, you've got European clubs. Uh, Keegan has got a buyout clause. And that's that's why we say, uh, if we get an offer, not next week, not tomorrow, today, we'll release him immediately. Because you see, it's very important for us. Eh? Uh, you need to keep the, the, the morale and the motivation in the club at its optimum. It's critically, critically important. Whether the player is Messi or Neymar, if he wants to leave, you must let that player go. You have to let him go. And uh, I had a bit of a fight with some of the board members because, uh, uh, you know, from my perspective, I would... You know, if, if you look at the player in the eyes and, and you get the impression that, you know, the player is keen, quite apart from the fact that we, we do have an obligation as a club, not in terms of what we say, but in terms of what we do. If, if an appropriate opportunity comes and there's a chance for a player to go overseas, earn more money, and be careful about this thing called earn more money. We pay more, we pay more in South Africa. Just, just listen to me. Because we know what the going rate is than some of the than some of the European leagues. I've had some club owners say to me, but you know, uh, and of course we also have an obligation to football in this country. Football is not Mamelodi Sundowns. Football in this country is all of these other clubs. And, and I've said so in the past that, you know, when I got involved in Sundowns, I quite deliberately increased the, the wages. I mean, quite, it was a conscious decision. And, and I had no doubt that the others will will we'll do the same and it's good for football you know we we didn't go into football to make money we went into football as part of the obligation we have as a family to 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 give back to the to, to the people of this country and this is sport on safm every supporter's greatest resource you're listening to SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader and Cricket South Africa announcing the T20 squad that will be doing duty in the upcoming KFC T20 series uh, against Sri Lanka. And uh, some of the big names being rested. Fahan Beardin being handed the captaincy armband for the series. we join now by the convener of selectors, Linda Zondi. Linda, welcome back onto SAFM. Uh, first of all, compliments of the season to you. I hope 2017 is a good one for Cricket South Africa. Compliments to you too. Uh, hopefully, this uh, this year will also bring all the all the wonderful things the team has done last year. And thank you for 
for all the listeners and support and they've given us last year. So we're looking forward to it. Well, from a test perspective, uh, the, the year's got off to a great start, ended on a high and uh, carried on that form. But uh, as far as the T20s go, obviously there's a, a test match starting later this week, but uh, there is a, a limited uh, overs series coming up and uh, you've decided to rest some of the big names. Absolutely. I think probably if we can, can, can touch on the test point of view, I think it's important for us we, 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 we win the, the, the test match in, 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 at the Wanderers because it's a key for us that we, 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 we get the wash-wash as we've sort of like failed in when we were in Australia when we lost in that last, last test in, at the ping ball. So we're quite excited and we're looking forward to see the guys bring their A game even at the Wanderers so that we get that wash-wash because it's important for us to continue accumulating those points as we're moving on. Coming to the T20, yes, we are very excited with the youngsters that have come through that we have selected. We've tried by all means to, to, to make sure that we, we, we reward um, the performance of the guys that have done well within, within the franchise point of view. And you can see that even there's some guys from the Titans who have done well and we have rewarded that. There are some of the second players that have done well within the franchise for a very long time and we've rewarded that excellency from them while also we try to blend the young guys and that also have, have, have caught our eye. Yeah, the Lungging Hiti has also has done well. And a couple of guys who have done well within, within the franchise point of view with like guys like John John Smart. So I think for us is to make sure that we, while we, we, we're resting the senior guys, um, we keep on building our, our capacity in terms of our backup system as we're moving on to, to, the, to the Champions Trophy and, um, and then the couple of series that you're going to play. We don't want to try guys against New Zealand. So while this, this system has, uh, the system has, has in a way presented itself in terms of resting those guys to reward excellently and play the young and the senior guys. Linda, you must be pretty chuffed with the way the youngsters are, are coming through. Obviously, like towards the end of last year, we, we've had some big injury sort of scares with the likes of Dale Stainout, A.B. de Villiers. But you, you look at the likes of, of a, a Kahisa Rabada, for example, who's just really stepped up to the plate and, and filled, let's be honest, big boots with, with aplomb. And, and, you, and, and, and like you say, you, you're rewarding some of the youngsters who have put their hand up in domestic. And, and I'm sure you're hoping they do the same uh, when the T20s roll around. Absolutely. It's all about making sure that when the, when the guy gets selected and represents his country, he lifts his hand up and he performs at that higher level. So we need to make sure that we select the right players who have achieved at the franchise level. Because there's a massive gap between franchise and the international state. So it's a matter of these guys just to lift their hands and, and, and come up with, the, with, with what is needed at that level. You know, it's, 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 this credit should always go to the selectors, to the, to the cricket side of the Cup line, the coaches who are involved while we're making sure that our backup system has been great in terms of identifying right, uh, right players. As you're aware that within the, the test series, we've, been, we've, we've, we've selected this, uh, this boy, Olufia, to come through. Now, in terms of um, in the T20, the guys, the bowlers, we've got Lungengiti. And also to make sure that if anything happens to, to Quentin de Kock, we've got uh, Mangi, uh, who has to also show his case and see what he has to offer from the, from the backup keeping point of view. So we've tried by all means to look at different roles and have, and have plans in place in terms of the backup of the guys that we're looking at. So we're excited and we're hoping that the country can support these guys. At the end of the day, yes, it's about winning, but also creating the, the, the opportunity for the guys to make sure that they, they test the international state so that we as a country will benefit it in, in the long run. While we are saying we have to win, but also giving opportunities. So we're quite delighted and excited 
um, of where we are at the moment. Linda, you, you mentioned the opportunities, and obviously there's been lots of talk, particularly towards the end of last week after the second Test match with Kyle Abbott and Riley Rousseau deciding to take up coal pack agreements. Uh, news breaking today, David Visser signed one with Sussex as well, and, and I read that, uh, according to Cricket South Africa, he was in the thinking for the series. You must be disappointed with, with some of the players choosing to, to go and play in England as opposed to, to sticking around and playing for the Proteus. Absolutely. One is never is never happy um, in terms of the players that have decided to take uh, to go to, to England and play because these are the players who've invested. And while you are saying that um, three days ago when I was announcing the team, calling the players, um, I wasn't aware of, of, of David Visa. And um, so when as soon as we were aware that he he also has signed, he made it he made it himself unavailable. We, we we he was in our plans. We have picked him for the protest. So. You know, these are the guys who have done well and we've rewarded. So we were going to do exactly the same thing with David Visa. You know, it's a big blow for us to lose a guy like Carl Ebert, to, to lose a guy like Riley. Because they were definitely in our plans in terms of the Trumpon Trophy, even beyond to 20 to 2019. But um, the way things have happened, we need to march on as a country, we need to march on as a protest in terms of the opportunity will be given to the guys to grab it and make sure that the protest continue to be strong and challenging um, the international cricket and finally hopefully one day we'll bring the the, the trophy back home. Linda, I know it's a, a tough question and, and uh, when, when you're competing against the pound with, with the South African rand the way it is, it's, you always are going to have a, have a struggle. But is Cricket South Africa looking at revising players' contracts, possibly trying to keep them here? And I know it's tough. I mean, it, it's 15, 20 rand to, to the pound. It's, uh, it's not easy. But is that something that is on the agenda as far as Cricket South Africa is concerned? It, I, I think it, it is, but that information, yes, we are it, it, it reviving contracts and, 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 and definitely making sure that we send a message that we, we, we're definitely looking after our players. It is something at the moment who is in the board um, table and the CEO, and they're definitely looking at that. But any day, like you said, we can't compare to compete against the dollar, um, the pounds to the rent. But we're forever hoping that from the cricket side of the point of view, that all our players that we have, they have been looked after. But like I said, that 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 agenda between the board and the and the CEO. Absolutely. Well, best of luck uh, for the upcoming series, Linda. Thank you so much uh, for chatting to us. I know you're about to hop on a plane, so we appreciate your time. And let's hope the Proteus can make it three 0 against the Sri Lankans uh, this coming week at the Wanderers. Thank you very much. We're hoping that everyone will support the Proteus as we're moving on. You're listening to Sport on SAFM, the next best thing to being at the game. Well, along with that Proteus T20 squad that was announced today, the South African under-19 team that is going to be doing duty in a 10-match youth one-day international series against Sri Lanka and Zimbabwe between the 14th and the 28th of January was also announced today, and it's going to be skippered by a name you are going to hear a lot of. Uh, mark my words on that one. Vian Mulder going to be wearing the captain's armband, a youngster who's done pretty well uh, on the first-class domestic uh, scene so far this Season, but one of the youngsters who has uh, received a call-up is Jason Niemant uh, from the Warriors. Jason, welcome on to SAFM Sports Wrap this evening. Congratulations on your your selection. You must be pretty chuffed. Uh, thank you very much, Jason. You must be you must be over the moon uh, getting getting uh, rewarded for a, a pretty decent Cubs week. Yes, I am. Yeah, didn't really expect it, but uh, yeah, I have put in the hard work and really really feel privileged to be, be a part of such a great team uh, led by Vian, who I really look up to. 
Yeah, I mean, you, you mentioned Vian. He's got a ton of experience, not just at, at junior level. I mean, he's played uh, some pretty decent first-class cricket over the last season. He, he must, he must uh, sort of come with a lot of experience. You're looking forward to playing alongside him? Yeah, it's, a, it's an amazing opportunity for me, not just to, to represent my skills or to show off my skills, but also to learn from people like Vian and Lucas Conner, who's played amateur and franchise cricket. So, so I think it's a big learning curve as well as a... Uh, chance for me to to show off my skills. Let's talk about the the call. It, it must be it must be a pretty cool feeling to to get the call. Victim Patsang, obviously, convener of selectors for the under 19s. What what goes through your mind when you when when the phone rings and says, "Hey, you, you need to come play for your country"? Uh, well, on this occasion, we went uh, given the call uh, at the Garland dinner after Cubs Week, and uh, the team was announced in front of us. And uh, yeah, <laughs> nerve wracking. To think that I had a chance, and then to to hear my name being called, that was uh, I've never felt anything like it. Growing up, who who were some of uh, the players you looked up to? Ah, uh, Jacques Callas. Uh, he's been a he's a great in the in South Africa and in the world, and also uh, Michael Clark from Australia. Uh, I'm disappointed you said Michael Clark. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a, he's a great player, no doubt. But uh, look, looking at, at your career, what, what are the plans? I mean, where, where to from here? Obviously, this is a, a big opportunity for you and you want to make the most of it. But what, what are the plans going forward from a cricketing perspective? Well, uh, at the moment, I'd just like to take it uh, one step at a time and, and try and enjoy my cricket. I've still got a year of school left, so hopefully uh, try and keep learning and keep doing well and try and maintain my place in the side and hopefully a World Cup uh, early next year. And then uh, after that, uh, try and get into an academy or franchise. Should be nice. Jason, from a schooling perspective, uh, obviously playing cricket at a high level, getting that balance right must be pretty tough. You look at somebody like Vian, the, the skipper, who who's literally was, was riding with trick finals and playing first-class cricket at the same time. Is it tough? How, how do you balance the, the two? Well, uh, I, I actually struggled balancing the two. Um, until I, I got together with Melanie Gobel at uh, Border Cricket and she helped me uh, try and work out some time management, uh, some new uh, time management skills that has helped me to uh, balance school and, and cricket. Where, where, where's school? Where do you go to? Uh, I'm at school at Hudson Park High School in East London. Awesome stuff. Well, Jason, congratulations once again. Uh, I hope uh, you have a, a phenomenal, phenomenal series and we look forward to, to hearing your name lots and, and hopefully lots of runs and, and lots of wickets and uh, and lots of wins under your belt as well for, for the Proteas uh, long term. Thank you. Thank you very much. Really, really appreciate the opportunity that I've been given.